Hello, Internet, and welcome once again to Always Online, your multiplayer gaming podcast brought to you by MMOBomb.com, your home for all things multiplayer. I'm your host, Mike Byrne, as always, and we've got a lot of stuff to cover today, including the Twitch hack, which is just interesting in its own right. Ubisoft is going to be throwing free-to-play titles at you. Valve is going to be refunding money to you if you made certain purchases. Super Smash Brothers Ultimate and so much more on today's show. Can't wait to get started. We are, of course, doing the show live. Twitch.tv slash MMOBomb. It's Friday. It's 1 p.m. Eastern. This is where you can find us as well as streaming throughout the week. Myself, Troy Blackburn, The Noob Fridge, all kinds of streams going on throughout the week. Follow twitch.tv slash MMOBomb to make sure you get the notifications every time we go live. And chat will, of course, be bringing their opinions to the show as we go along. Joining me to go through all of it, the man, the myth, the legend, Mr. Jason Winter. We are always online. Always. Unlike Facebook. Unlike Facebook. Mm. Ha-cha-cha. He did it. He did it. And Q, trying her best to be even-keeled level vocally today because the new mic just arrived 30 minutes ago and is peaking like crazy. How are you, Q? Anyone has ever described me as even-keeled. Right, right. I, I'm No, I get it. I get it. Usually kind of lifts to the side, you know, just take out water. <laughs> get a V8 if you're old enough to remember those commercials. Oh. Got, a, got a bilge pump back there somewhere? Yeah, just get get all this fluid out of here. Uh, well, I mean, let's just get started with it, ladies and gents. Here we go. Oh, my. I don't know if you heard, but uh, this week, Twitch.tv decided to go ahead and go uh, open source. Uh, they just, you know, decided, you know what? For the betterment of mankind... Let's just go open source and give away the source code. Uh, all joking aside, this was obviously the result of a hack that was implemented on Monday. That's an important note, one that you should remember as we talk about this, because it happened on Monday. 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 As a result of the hack, which Twitch later did confirm on Wednesday. <laughs> we'll get back to that in a minute. Uh, they did confirm that, yes, their source code was breached. There was all kinds of information released in it. They did not have any reason to believe that things like passwords and stuff like that were compromised. However, we would highly recommend, just as a good matter of protocol, go change your passwords and turn on two-factor authentication. And you probably want to change your passwords to anything financially linked to Twitch, like your PayPal account, or if you're a streamer that gets money through Twitch, how you are receiving that money, just as a good matter of practice. Of big note here are two things, Jason. One, the source code. That's a pretty big deal when you go ahead and lose your source code. Ask Cyberpunk. They know a little bit about this. Uh, and when they get their source code stolen. But two, and maybe just more interesting for the general viewer, this leak did come with financial information on how much certain streamers made for a kind of ambiguous period. It's kind of like August 2019 to, you know, maybe current, but not quite current. Yeah. 
how much they've actually made just through the Twitch platform, obviously. This doesn't include any sponsorships or YouTube ad revenue or, or anything else that they do, but just their Twitch revenue. So those were kind of the two big headlines from this breach. So when are we starting MMOBomb.tv? Now that we have the source code. Yeah, I mean, we have the source code. Let's do yeah, it. We, we have the code. Uh, but yeah, and it led to a lot of interesting stuff throughout the week, including uh, all the the, uh, the financial stuff did, because including one guy who made it made an extension for Twitch that would show you like everybody's rank if you like were watching them. <laughs> you could see this guy. Oh, this guy's number one seventy three. All right, cool. I just go oh, and go to this channel. It's three hundred and forty two or whatever. So yeah, I mean, it's prided for a lot of interesting gossip and said a lot of interesting large numbers, like in the mil millions of dollars. Millions, millions, millions with the pinky. Okay. Yes, with yeah. the pinky. Uh, yeah, Q. I mean, obviously, the the names we expected to be up there were the names that were up there. I don't think there was any like real surprises besides maybe you were surprised with the sheer dollar amount, like the big dogs that uh, you would expect up there. Your Asmund Golds, your your stuff like that. They were up there. Uh, I don't think that was surprising, but maybe you were surprised by the dollar amounts. <laughs> you weren't surprised at all. Oh, no. what? Like, just, I mean, if you look at what we already know about, we already know knew the incomes of certain streamers just based off of reports done on them and stuff like that. It all seems pretty on par, to be honest. So there has been quite a few streamers upset at the their revenue leaked. Uh, I've seen kind of mixed reactions running all over the spectrum. I referenced Asmund Gold because I did watch a reaction of his uh, to seeing his name on the list. And, you know, whether you like the Asmund character or not, set that aside. I think Zach himself is a pretty down-to-earth guy. Again, you might not agree with some of his views on things, but, he, you know, he does seem relatively down-to-earth. Uh, and he kind of just said, you know what, I, I don't care that this number's out there. Is the number accurate? He said, I, I don't know. Honestly, he's like money and income goes to a couple different accounts. And so I'm not always watching it to know exactly whether it's right or not, to which I said, God, that must be a great position to be in, right? <laughs> you know, to be honest, too, I always have trouble finding out exactly how much I've got on my Twitch account by actually going through their system. So I think this would be an easier way for me to find out how much I've actually made. <laughs> right. He said, but he, he, he did say, hey, I don't believe the dollar amount is all that inaccurate. He said, it's, it's probably pretty close. Uh, if not exactly on, I just can't tell you whether or not it's exactly on. And he did bring up kind of the point, like, why you might be upset as a viewer. Uh, and I want to get your takes on this, because one of the points that he made that I could kind of see, but I personally don't have this issue is that unlike YouTube revenue or you know being sponsored by somebody or a partnership with some company and receiving some income that way or promoting an ad or whatever, Twitch has and streaming in general has this kind of, you know, you almost feel like you that's your buddy, right? You know, for a lot of people, you know, you know a little more about this person, you interact with this person via their chat and their community. And uh, because you share things in common, whether that be, you know, socioeconomic, whether that be your backgrounds, whether it be the games you play, for whatever reason, you like this particular streamer. And some people kind of feel that that's a bit of a different relationship. Then you find out that they're making $800,000 a year from Twitch and you're supporting them for $5 a month with, you know, $40,000, $50,000 worth of income. 
how that might damage a little bit of the relationship between streamer and viewer. And I personally don't like, I don't presume going into somebody's stream that we're besties uh, because I'm in their stream. And I certainly, you know, I know, I don't know how much people like, you know, Mr. Happy, for instance, a good friend of mine. I don't know how much he makes via Twitch. I know he does well. You but, could, but I could, I still throw, no, I still much. throw uh, support to the channel because I'm doing it for a different reason than to just toss Mr. Happy money. Uh, but does that change the way you feel about any streamers? If you found out, uh, Jason, that like, Hey, your favorite streamer that you, you had a lot in common with and you liked hanging out in their stream, they're making a quarter of a million a year and you're making whatever, 40, 50, $60,000 a year, whatever, as a, as a middle-class guy. 50,000 a year. God, <laughs> and mobile doesn't pay that well. Uh, but yeah, you know, first of all, for two reasons, no, uh, first one being that I don't watch any of the really huge streamers, the guys who are making the six or seven figures. So I, I don't, I don't really care about them so much, but even if I did, I'm not stupid, I guess is the way to put it. Like, I know these guys are making a lot of money. So when they're on there and, Someone's someone, you know, they're saying, Hey, like and subscribe if you, if you, or I guess, subscribe or donate or whatever. I know they're getting their three dollars, whatever, from a sub out of the you know, 800,000 they're making. And I, I realized that that's how it is. Like, I, I wasn't surprised by any of this. I didn't, I haven't looked up any of the people like I actually know and that I follow. We're probably more in the maybe in the making a comfortable living, you know, 30 ish or something like that at most per year. So I don't feel bad supporting those guys, but even if I did support the really big guys. I'm not naive enough to think that these guys weren't making serious bank beforehand. It's like, it doesn't bother me. Chat chiming in, Q, Troy, the noob fridge himself in chat saying, if you get five bucks out of me, I feel you deserve it. How much you make from others doesn't change that for me. If you entertain that many folks, you should get paid. Uh, Mad Martha, kind of with the same sentiment, I have no problem with supporting streamers. If they earn my buck, they earn my buck, so I don't begrudge them that. I think, too, like, there's, I don't know, this thing where people tend to think, oh, these people are just streaming and playing video games and they're not really doing real work. And for somebody to have a stream as popular as the popular ones are, they are doing a lot of freaking work. Mm -hmm. Like they're putting in, they're putting in way more hours than normal people are, you know, like they're, they're just putting like continuously putting in those hours and doing the work and it's not just sitting on there and streaming and if you and if you think that sitting and playing a video game and streaming isn't hard after a while then you've never done it the way i always look at it just never done it the way i always look at it is i think of like a talk show host oh well they, they just sit and talk yeah how hard anybody yeah. can do that but obviously they make you know the lenos or the phil donahue or whatever back in the day they made hundreds of thousands or millions of dollars so same thing yeah it's, it's it's this thing where and in this case you you were you were not just you know doing like a live talk show right where where you're Leno or whatever and you're talking you know in front of an audience or stuff you have this if and if you're a streamer as big as these ones you have a rather unwieldy audience that you actually you know have to interact with in some way whether it's controlling your chat or you know like whatever um, and. I mean, like I said, it's, it's it's really just a lot of work. And if I like the like if I like what the streamer is doing, there uh, my reasons for liking streamers are I often I think different than a lot of other people's. But if I like them, I'm not going to stop liking them just because they have more money than me. I mean, I've met millionaires that I that you know I've spent time with, and like Todd Harris, 
you know, from, well, yeah, from, ha- from formerly high, res, high res, yeah. Right. For, for, like, I met him through, and he is the nicest guy. And, like, I like being around him. He's got way more money, you know, than I will ever have, but I'm not going to begrudge him that. He's also put in more work than I put into things. So, two big pieces before we leave this topic. One, Twitch's delay in response. Uh, as we alluded to earlier, the hack happened on Monday. It broke in the media Wednesday morning. And then towards the after early afternoon here, East Coast time is when Twitch finally confirmed it. And then like an hour or two later, gave some more details as the, you know, normally happens. Few hours, details, few hours, details. But that wasn't until Wednesday after the press had already found out about this leak. So not the best damage control on Twitch's side, Jason. And we also have a little more information on the actual hacking side of this, which I don't condone this in any way, shape, or form, but we have a little bit of their quote-unquote rationale for this cyber attack. Uh, I don't know about that second part, but on the first part, I guess I just... I feel like it's the sort of thing where, yeah, it is sort of damage control, sort of PR, but I also think you want to make sure... Make sure you, I think they were trying to line up everything they had so they could say what they had, what happened, and that they could make sure to know exactly what to tell people. This is the sort of thing you don't want to you don't want to rush out a statement you're five minutes after you learn about it. You want to make sure you know what's going on. So I'm not that upset about the delay. Uh, but in terms of what you, the rest of you are talking about, I, I don't know about that. See, I, I feel like a bad... I feel like the delay is bad because there was a question of whether consumer data was exposed. Um, and that is... if you There's no way they didn't know this happened Monday. 100% sure. they knew. Um, and... I. It's very easy to say, look, we've noti- we've we've we found a breach, we've secured the breach, we're in the middle of ascertaining exactly what was breached. Stay tuned. Um, at this time, we don't believe passwords or payment information or stuff like that for our general consumers was was uh, exposed. Anytime you and and granted, like in in countries outside of the United States, our friends in in Europe have a little more consumer protection on here with things like the GDPR legislation and and stuff like that than we do here in the States. So technically, I guess Twitch was still within all of their legal timeframes. It's more just a personal thing on mine. I want to see something ASAP. Uh, And you could have told me that there was a breach. You've secured the breach. We don't believe this was impacted. We're still investigating. If our thoughts change on what was impacted, we will let you know immediately. On the hacker side, they did give reasons why they leaked the info, saying uh, that Twitch's community is a disgusting, toxic cesspool and wish to foster more disruption and competition in the online video streaming space. <sighs> How you take that, I, I don't know. Uh, are they against like the hate raids or are they on the side of the hate raids? It, like you, you don't know. It's too vague. Uh, but it does have that like kind of thing that all hackers do, uh, Q. Whether they're right or wrong, they're, they do put like an altruistic value on what they're doing. I don't think any of us would argue it would be nice to have some competition in the Twitch space that isn't Twitch or YouTube or Bust uh, at that point. I don't think anybody would disagree there. But again, we get to a, this is very Machiavelli, and this is not the way you go about trying to get that. The the whole, you know, uh, 
Twitch being pretty much it. Well, Twitch, YouTube, or the, or I guess Facebook gaming. Weird ass people to go there. That's cute. That's cute. <laughs> I mean, I do know people that went over to Facebook gaming mostly because they had more control over things. But true, true. Right, uh, well, like, and then and then them, they had no control on it working. <laughs> well, you know, but I mean, there, there's these limited. I mean part of the reason it stays that way is because well it's just like people still staying on facebook to this day despite the fact that we've since had twitter and whatever and whatever it's because you're there yeah you're there and you've already got your your friends and stuff there Mm -hmm. and if you go somewhere else you're having to start all over again and right like if for smaller groups or whatever it's it's just one of those things. So it's it's just it's there. This is what I use. I don't want to try to learn to use anything else or try to get people to go over somebody somewhere else with me. So part of the problem is us. <laughs> well, I mean, humans were generally all the problems. Uh, <laughs> just put a blanket statement on it. Before we leave the topic of Twitch, I do want to talk about Amazon for a second. Obviously, owners of Twitch and the big fat royalty checks Amazon sends to MMO Bomb. Uh, to do complimentary first looks. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Obviously, we we don't get paid for that. We're not we're not anywhere on Amazon's radar. You're but a I, mic. Where's my money? Idea, right? I do bring it up because uh, uh, Troy's first look video did go out, and I had a great conversation with a longtime MMO bomber uh, via YouTube named uh, Kaminokin Fix P H Y X. I assume that's Fix, but if I'm mispronouncing it, I apologize. Uh, and we kind of talked about like the difference between a first look and a review, right? Where, you know, we didn't go into the first look bitching about the cues because that's not the point of a first look. It's not a review. Uh, so we had a great conversation and, uh, Kaminokin, uh, if you're listening to this while you're cooking, make sure you don't burn the garlic bread. That's going to really freak them out if they're making garlic bread when they make this. That's going to like, it'll be like a magic trick, uh, for them, just for them. But uh, check out the first look so you can get a little bit of a flavor of New World. And stay tuned next week. Uh, I didn't tell Kaminokin this on YouTube, but I was going to do an MMO Thoughts video next week on things Amazon needs to change about New World or, or add to New World like yesterday. But instead, unprompted, the noob fridge himself that did the first look video uh, was talking to me today and said, hey, would would you mind if I did a top 10 list of things Amazon needs to do right now in new world? And I was like, yeah, sure. I'll give you, you can have next week's MMO thoughts episode. So if you want a little more critical view than a, a first look, uh, Kaminokin and everybody else stay tuned. We anticipate that that'll be posted on Wednesday this week. So Stay tuned on that front. If you prefer reading to watching Troy's face. Yeah, I did mention that there are like written review thoughts on MMO Bomb too. So go ahead, Jason, plug that. I'll be doing that on a regular basis. Yeah, just sort of my my journeys through the world as I go through it. How are you still feeling with it? Like, I I expressed that you and I were kind of in the boat of we like it more than we thought we would, but we have huge concerns about longevity here. Real quick, the way I think about it is usually when there's like a game that's like an early access or brand new, I say, you know, don't buy this because don't buy this unless you know you're going to love it now. Not what, not what they're going to do in the future, not for its potential. Yep. Spend, money on, spend money on it if you like it now, and don't if you're not going to. Yep. New, uh, World feels to me, New World feels to me like like almost both. Like, I want to see it get better, but I don't think it's trash now. So I was like, you, should, you could still buy it, but maybe not. So it's 
yeah. kind of in that middle ground. And we gave a ton more. We did like almost the entire show last week on our week yeah. one thoughts between Jason Troy and I. Troy obviously being like the most fanboy out of the three of us, but so check that out. But stay tuned for even Troy giving it a, a more critical look than you would in a first look video uh, next Wednesday. Q, still no interest, doesn't care. Uh, in enjoy about this, though, what I really enjoy is Jason kind of showed no interest, right? And you were just like, oh, no, you're playing it. But everybody <laughs> leaves me alone. <laughs> They're just like, uh, it's, it's, don't even bother. <laughs> Robo Sujit says, spend money if you love it right now is great advice for any game. Yeah, mm. I have to agree. Uh, Ubisoft really wants to get some of that free-to-play money. They were not kidding around when we reported uh, earlier this year that they really wanted to shift heavy into some free-to-play stuff. And we've been talking about uh, Rainbow Six Extraction. That's going to be free-to-play coming out soon. Uh, and now, or not not Rainbow Six Extraction. That one's not free. Uh, X-Deviant. Yeah, the Defiant. other. The X-Defiant. Other, X-Defiant. Not X-Deviant. Oh, my God. <laughs> that's, a, that's a different site. I don't go to that site too often, man. Don't Google it. Don't go. Just X-Defiant. Uh, but now they're making another one. Yeah, Mad Martha, I just corrected Extraction. Oh, <laughs> Fallout 76, free to play when? Who knows? Uh, now they're making another one, and it's another one in the Tom Clancy universe. So we've got Tom Clancy's uh, X Defiant, and now we have a Tom Clancy's Ghost Recon Frontline, which uh, not being received all that well by the audience right now, Jason. The real question Martha should be asking is Marvel's Avengers free to play win. But anyway, right. uh, yeah, it is not getting a good response. It's basically, it's a battle royale. It's a free to play battle royale with stuff. <sighs> and naturally the, the 800,000th of those coming out is not getting a good response, especially from ghost recon fans who, who in the comments are saying something like, I remember when this was a stealth series. Yeah, I do too. I, that's why I loved Ghost Recon when it was that, but I haven't played them in in ages. Like I didn't play Wildlands or anything like that because it just that's not that's not the Ghost Recon that I loved. Mm -hmm. So God, it'd be like uh, having a Metal Gear Battle Royale. I feel like. Well, they did. They, they did Metal Gear Survive, right? Yeah. What was the reception on that? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Go ahead, Q. I guess some of it is just appealing to a different generation of gamers. I mean you keep the the title or whatever going because people recognize it but people are playing battle royales now so you want a battle royale that looks gray and brown check out ghost recon <laughs> you want one that looks punk check out x deviant x defiant x, x defiant, defiant. <laughs> what is wrong why do you got x deviants on your brain man what are we uh, looking at before the stream let me let me just close this window it's apparently distracting <laughs> yeah, me yeah. Uh, this is why you're twitching so bad you keep downloading whatever yeah <laughs> Yeah, whatever. Ubisoft. Ugh, whatever. Uh, it's got 3,800 3, uh, likes versus 13,000 dislikes, the pre preview video. It's pretty close. It's pretty, it's pretty close. 3,800 to 13,000. Yeah, just about. I'm sure everybody is stunned at the fact that Valve is now going to refund Dota 2 international tickets, right? Here's my, the part I don't my, get. They what a them, difference 10 days takes. Yeah, they put them on, oh my God, they put them on sale September 22nd. In, in Romania, so apologies to all our Romanian fans out there. We in do Bucharest. actually have quite a view, a few viewers from uh, Romania. I know, I know. Uh, but yeah, so they were going to be live in person. Tickets on sale September 22nd. Tickets off sale October 1st. Because <laughs> apparent, apparently, 
I don't know if you heard this, Mike, but I guess there's like a pandemic going on or something. They didn't so know about this I apparently. Hear. So I and like in ten days they decided, yeah, maybe we just can't do it now. So yeah, I am shocked by this news of the weird. Q, last I'm thing like, before we uh, move on to some brawler news. There is a still reportedly a new Twisted Metal game in development. Now, why are we talking about this, right? We are a multiplayer uh, gaming website. Well, obviously, you know, Twisted Metal can be played with friends and stuff like that. So, sure. But we going back to our, you know, our free-to-play roots, it appears that Lucid Games is actually looking at building this around a free-to-play model because of the success of Destruction All-Stars. Now, Destruction All-Stars, to be clear, is not free to play, okay? It is, it is not. It was free as one of the free PSN games in a given month to all PSN members, but not free to play. I think it's like still 15 or $20 to buy if you want to play. Uh, sorry, my phone's ringing. So I don't know if I would exactly call that modeling after free-to-play, Jason. And you love Twisted Metal and, and, would, and remember it fondly. Do you think this could work? Oh, yeah. I absolutely think it could. Just It's just cars shooting each other. Who doesn't want to play that game? Pew to the pew. Pew to the pew. <laughs> and, and, the, and the boom and the you know, flamethrowers and whatever. But... Q, Twisted Metal fan at all? actually played i had friends like it was a peripheral thing like i knew friends who had it but i never actually i guess got the opportunity to play it or something and i mean i'm a i was a jrpg person mostly so a landline yes i do have a, a landline it is uh fully He's paid. got a real job it's fully paid for by my day job who requires that i have a landline there uh, you go yeah so Got to do it. Do they require that you have a dot matrix printer too? Uh, they do not. They do not. They took those away last week. I don't know. Okay. We'll keep our eye on Twisted Metal. I see what it, it could end up becoming there. Um, let's take a look at some brawler news. And I'm actually going to give you a question of the week this week. Although we canceled that little segment, I do have like just a little debate question I'd like to give the viewers so that they could throw it in the comments below and let us know their thoughts, because it's something we're kind of debating behind the scenes here as well. First up, Super Smash Brothers has finally added Sora, coming in the last update for Super Smash Ultimate. They get the Kingdom Hearts crossover that fans have wanted Sora on his way to the title. If you take a look at some stuff in the trailer, though, you'll notice... There's not a lot of Disney going on. They got the little keychain Mickey Mouse head shape, but like in the stained glass and everything for the levels, and you don't see Donald or Goofy in those windows where they're usually in the game, in the art. Uh, so maybe Disney not all on board with this one, but most Smash Brothers fans seem to be pretty hyped about this one, Q. I, I mean, yeah, I woke up. God, what day was that now? <laughs> I woke up on the 5th and looked at Twitter and trending was in all caps, they did it. And I'm like, they did what? <laughs> so I go and I click on it and it's just nothing, nothing but Sora. And I'm like, is this real? Yes, it <laughs> is. And, you know, it, it, uh, like I'm super excited for that. I'm not a Smash person, but of course I love Kingdom Hearts. Oh, yeah. Um, so... 
uh, I was just like, all right, this is this is really cool. This is great. Uh, and people are super excited, so I'm excited for you. <laughs> like, yeah, I don't have any smash. I don't have any smash people on my timeline. I just have Kingdom Hearts people, and they were all freaking out. Right. Well, and the thing is, and part of it is the minute the minute you click something and you hear those first few notes of simple and clean, you're just done for. <laughs> the level looks cool. There's a bunch of different costumes for Sora. I mean, uh, my kids love Smash. I'm terrible at it, so I don't play it very often. Uh, but they are super happy that that Sora is coming. There were some joke memes going around about having to give up the firstborn to go ahead and get uh, Sora into the game and stuff like that. So it's been a long time coming. Uh, is this the way to end it, though, Jason? Because this is the last major update for Ultimate. Or is there a character out there that you think, ah, that should have been the last one? Well, does that mean that we're going to eventually going to have the, the Smash for Smash Brothers 2? Oh, of course. Yeah, at some point. Yeah, I mean, it's like, Smash. Uh, yeah, that, that's, I don't know why they would actually say that it's going to be the last one unless they already have the other one in development. So they clearly do. Well, so. no, they they do that with all of them. Yeah, yeah. They, but this is the last major update for it. Okay. So. I'm not I'm not, I'm not aware of the Super Smash timeline of <laughs> timeline so. of Super Smash events. Your vote Onion Knight. <laughs> Mad Martha says Onion Knight. Ah, oh, that <sighs> I would love good. Onion Knight. I would love. You know, Onion. the other cool thing they did though is, I mean, he's not a character, right? But they did give the Mies the the Doom Guy costumes, so you oh. can now have Isabel yeah. and the Doom Guy. In the game together, they actually get to hang out now. You know, you know what they could do is they could they could have that one guy from uh, Origins, and all he does is yell chaos. Yeah, just, just over and over, over and over again. Garland, yeah. Jack Garland. Oh, fudge. Uh, uh, also, on the brawler side of things, the uh, cartoon mashup Nickelodeon's version of brawling titles. Uh, has finally been released as well. So if you want to play Smash, but you want to do it as SpongeBob SquarePants and stuff like that, uh, yeah, that's available to you too. Now, I haven't played it. Nobody on the panel has yet, so we'll we'll refrain from opinions until we get uh, some play time with it. But I do want to ask this to viewers as kind of like a pseudo question of the week. Right, MMO Bomb focuses on multiplayer, all things multiplayer. So we cover things like Aliens Fire Team, right? Yeah, you could play it in a group, but you're going to be forced to a uh, by yourself. I mean, but you're going to be forced with AI partners because it is a multiplayer game at its core. Smash and brawlers like that. I mean, we covered Brawlhalla previously, but that was because it was free to play when we only covered free to play. So do fighting games and brawlers count as multiplayer enough to be featured on a multiplayer gaming website? I don't know. We're kind of debating it in the background, the pros, the cons, you know, obviously you want clicks and stuff like that for whatever's popular. Setting that aside for a minute, you know, is, is Mortal Kombat the next one? Online multiplayer, 1v1 uh, with your friends. Is that multiplayer enough that it should be covered there, or does it not make sense to cover them on a multiplayer gaming website? Let us know your thoughts on that one and anything we've talked about so far in the comments below. Last thing before we get to El Weekly Bombs is... Uh, All right, I got to leave. It is Halloween in Guild Wars 2. You can't leave. It is, you can't leave. Uh, it is Halloween in Guild Wars 2. That means the return of the Mad King, one of my favorite MMORPG events, holiday events ever. 
Uh, I love the haunted house one in Final Fantasy when it runs because it didn't run last year, and we're still we still don't have it for this year, so it's not looking good. Uh, but I love the Mad King event, particularly the clock tower, the jumping puzzle, and I always give Jason a little bit of shit because many many years ago, I completed the clock tower. Jason, to date, have you completed the clock tower? I have not. You have not. And I'll just like to mention the only the only reason you completed the clock tower is because when you did it, there was no silver waste for you to hide in. Oh, is he giving me shit for having my characters, my boosted characters, hanging out in silver waste for that's, four that's, years? That's what I get to counter back for to you. For four years, unreal. Four years? Oh, it's been longer than that. That's a that's uh, a lot of that's a lot of shit to be tossing around. Oh my god, I the lights just the lights, the lights just somewhat, went out. What the hell? Yeah, because there's so much shade being thrown. Oh my god, yeah. the disco lights are turning on, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, <laughs> children of all ages. MMO bomb proudly brings to you. In this corner, weighing in at a stunning 315 feet tall, the Mad King's Clock Tower! And their opponent, hot off, <laughs> hot off of a four-year hiatus in the Silver Wastes, Coming to the ring, cheering her way at a svelte 165 pounds. The mutilating Mesmer, the Sultan of Spellcasting, accompanied by her manager, Lightning McNasty. It's Nadelia Shadelights. Let's go to the ring. Jason. I got a little upset because I was like, you know what? It's been many years since I did the clock tower. If I'm going to give Jason shit, I better still be able to do it. So I took Nadelia. Not only, I, I hope you appreciate this. Not only did she leave the wastelands, but I had to install the game. Because <laughs> it was not installed when I upgraded my PC. I installed the game. I fought for half an hour with my bag space and boost items because it would not let me leave the silver wastes because it was going to give me some items and I had no bag space. But I also could not use any of the items while still in the trial area. And I couldn't buy bags or additional bag space because I was in the trial area. So I had to fight with my bags for half an hour. Then... Freed Nadelia, freed her from the Silver Wastes, brought her to the Mad King's realm, and managed to once again, once again, take down the Mad King's clock tower. So I hope you appreciate it. I went a long way to see if I could still make wow. this happen. You got to beat this, man. You got to. You got yeah, to. I'm watching your video now, so I'm, I'm making sure I know exactly how to get to it. <laughs> oh, see, there you fall down. Okay, so that's the fall down part you got to do. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's that was the hardest part of it. It took me maybe 20 minutes of runs to reacclimate to some of the weird hitboxes and stuff up the up the path. The one that took the most was like, where do I go from? Oh, yeah, this is where I drop down. I must have died there like 10 times before I was like, oh, yeah, you drop down. And into the clock tower we go for our prizes. And, of course, we got to put in the cheering for that as well. So Jason, 
Now you can't make fun of me for being in the Silver Waste. Don't you still have like three characters in the Silver Waste though? I have one and an unused level boost. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I, I, I thought we were doing like the dramatic lights off scary thing. So I'll go ahead and turn them on. <laughs> now I am going to be streaming some Guild Wars 2 actually after the show today as our free to play stream. It'll be a little truncated because I got to get ready to go to Philadelphia uh, tonight for too many games convention tomorrow. But I'm going to be streaming a little bit of Guild Wars. Troy's going to help me out a little with you know a Mesmer build and stuff because I don't know jack about Mesmer, but that's what I created in Silver Waste and we kept her so. Go complete it. It's such a great event. I absolutely love it. On that note, let's slide over and do the weekly bombs. A little boxing match for you there, Jason. A little boxing match mm. introduction. So I'm going to start real quick just giving a dub bomb to the clock tower. It's all joking aside. I give Jason shit for it, but I actually love it as... A, an annual event. It fits with obviously their theme for Halloween and everything like that. So it's just tremendous. It is a lot of fun. I like jump puzzles, so it has that benefit. Uh, I got to give a dub bomb. And I got to give a dub bomb to ArenaNet and their preview of some of the new area in uh, End of Dragons. If you haven't seen that, go check it out on MMOBomb.com. What do you got, Jason? Uh, I'm going to give an A bomb to Jonas Alazar. Okay. Which New World fans will know. Is that NPC sets you gets you going on the main quest, gets you the the middle part of it, mm -hmm. and every time it's, hey, talk to me for five seconds, travel twenty minutes to a place <laughs> for a thing you have to do for five seconds, then come back to me, and do that again, and do that again, and do that again, and I am so tired of talking to that old man. I just want to. He he's a he's like an old monk. He's like all got his mind screwed up from whatever stuff he went through before, and he's fishing on the dock. I just want to push him in. <laughs> just push him in take his stuff I don't care I'm tired of you old man I'm tired of you sending me halfway across the world for a quest that takes me no time to do and go back but more importantly really I'm just kind of mad at Amazon for really shitty quest design and that sort of thing yeah it is I gotta give it that like the it is pretty boring on the questing front in, in New World uh, I don't mind quests I don't mind the I don't questing either. in general I don't, I, I'm a guy who likes actually running around a world and exploring, yeah. But going through the same crap, coming back to the same guy ten times—that I don't like. Yeah. Q, what do you got? Um. Well, I'm gonna give a debomb to myself because I actually made it all the way through the main story quest in XIV, despite stopping for like a week or something to do Genshin anniversary. Congrats! You made it. You're ready for yeah, Endwalker. Right. And also a debomb to uh, the new. Uh, Mihoyo thing that's coming or that they just announced uh, Honkai in, or Honkai Ra Star Rail, which I really just kind of like because if you don't like trains in space, there is something wrong with you. That is true. <laughs> that is true. We'll have to see a little more. I mean, you could sign up. Uh, Q has the article up now. You could sign up for the beta for that one. It just kind of came out of nowhere late last night, and boom, signups are here today. We still, it, it looks a little tactical and stuff like that. We don't know how much coverage we'll do. You know, it depends on the multiplayer aspect of it, but we did want to let Genshin fans know about that. From uh, chat, RoboSujit says, uh, bomb to the new Trivium song used the new trailer for Elder Scrolls Online in their newest music video, 900k views in a week. Good exposure for MMOs. Absolutely, absolutely agree. And it's an I awesome just, I just want to say, though, that, awesome okay, I see, I see RoboSujit's only been falling since July 16th, so I'll give them, I'll give them a pass. 
but look at everyone else. Use your points. Highlight your message for your bombs. Such a stickler. Old Glory says, A bomb to people who still don't understand the difference between first looks and reviews. And I'm not talking about only your YouTube comment section. Oh, I don't mind that. I don't mind that, Old Glory. I mean, I, yeah, that's fine. That's fine. Because you kind of just like, oh, this is, this is a review. Let me check it out. It's all good. Oh, some Robo highlighting right, the apology. Go. Thank you, Sujet. All right. That's uh, fine. Ninja that's Pandas dub bombed to PSO2 new Genesis headlines with the good news from their latest video. Yeah, you're getting bouncer in a few days, about five days here. Getting a little bit of content, not not a lot, but a new mission type and stuff like that. So definitely cool on that front, uh, particularly if you've been waiting for Bouncer. Just remember to refrain from updating to Windows 11 until they tell you to. Right, yeah, they're still not sure about that one. Mad Martha saying, dub bomb for the Twitch leak. Perhaps we can get some community fixes for all of Twitch's jank bugs. Hot take, I know. <laughs> we shall see. We shall see. Uh, from the site and YouTube, Raise0101 says, One thing to note is it was a settlement talking about uh, Blizzard's $18 million settlement last week with the EEOC. Uh, and no admission of fault has been made, just a payout to go on their way and never pursue it again. You know, that's typically what happens with um, settlements here in the United States is there's most times, you know, we're not admitting any fault. You should check out the update to that piece, though, on MMOBomb.com. There's a new article up from yesterday or the day before. I don't remember which. Yeah. Uh, that the California Department of Fair Employment and Housing that is investigating um, Blizzard is not happy with that settlement with the EEOC and is likely to challenge it in court. Uh, so maybe it's not all said and done on that front. Uh, go ahead, Jason. As Ray Z says, the, the thing is to pay out to go on their way and never pursue it again, which is what Blizzard wants, Absolutely. as opposed to the greater amount of money that might come from the DFEH. So. Yep. Yep. Uh, Rigordi says, Blizzard's too big of a name to get absorbed into Activision, even with it not being what it was. It will probably be absorbed, but it will just retain the name for retain the name for name's sake. I, that's how I think of it. If it goes anything like that, that's how it's going to be. I don't think Blizzard ceases to exist as a, as a, as a title. Go ahead, Q. Uh, Joshua Knight, debum for adding the weekly podcast to Apple Podcasts. It's my preferred way to listen to content. It means I'm going to be a weekly listener again. Thank you. Well, awesome. Thank you. Thank you. We appreciate it. Yeah, we are available on both Spotify and iTunes now. Uh, so if you could go and promote it there, you know, follow it and all that stuff to help it get uh, a little bit of traction there as a brand new, technically brand new podcast to those uh, channels, we would very, very much appreciate that. Uh, as well as subscribing here on YouTube, turning the notifications on, and telling your friends. We lost a tremendous amount of search engine visibility uh, when we dropped the free-to-play cast name, so we got to get the viewer count on the show back up. Uh, so tell your friends. If you like what we do here, that's all. It costs you nothing. Help us out there. Uh, to call 2399, A-bomb to uh, Sakaguchi and Yoshi P for that nothing conversation at Tokyo Game Show. I 100% agree with you, my friend. I said as much on the Relic Grind on Ready Check Radio last night. You can check that on uh, readycheckradio.com. It's up. The whole thing was just useless. No Final Fantasy 16 footage was going to be sh shown. Sakaguchi didn't announce that he was coming back to Square Enix and hopefully taking control from Katase or Nomura or something big like that. Hell, he didn't even announce Lost Odyssey 2. They both spent an hour saying not a damn thing. See, I went in not expecting any announcements or anything like that, but I did want to see 
you know, a cool developmental RPG discussion between two absolutely creative titans when it comes to RPG development. Uh, and not only did did it kind of fail for me on even just that front, um, having one translator was absolutely the wrong decision. God bless her, she did her best. And the job she did was tremendous. But when two people are talking in real time and you're going to try and live translate, you should have two translators with distinct voices from each other to pretend to be one person and the other. Five minutes in, you couldn't tell who was saying what. Um, and it kind of didn't matter anyway because it was just like two chums hanging out. Uh, finish it up, Jason. Matt Chivari says, what server are we playing on? Uh, for New World, I'm going to assume that is the question, and it's Adlevun, or Adlevin. A-D-L-I-V-U-N is the server that Jason's on, I'm on, Troy's on, a number of MMO bombers and chat are on. I'm not on it, because I wanted to actually be able to play. Oh, you'll be, yeah, he'll be transferring to it, but, you know, that's, maybe. Maybe. Or, oh, wait, you find friend? you found new friends? You gonna leave us? You gonna leave us? Am I really leaving you? It would be antisocial. Am I really leaving you if I was ever with you to begin with? That's true. That's true. That's yeah. true. Uh, that's gonna do it for the show today. Thank you so much to chat for hanging out. We're gonna go and set up for our live stream now. We will, of course, be back next week. Uh, oh, no, 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 no. We are off next no. week. There is no Always Online podcast next Friday. I'll still do the 2 p.m. stream, uh, but we won't be doing the podcast. Uh, everybody's going to get a week off uh, to recoup. So stay with us. We'll be back with the show two weeks from now, but we'll still have our normal streams next week uh, with Troy Thursday, me Friday. We'll have the MMO thoughts from Troy on Wednesday, so it'll be a busy week all around. But until we're back here again, make sure you hit those comments down below. Give it a like. Give us your comments. Feed that algorithm, baby. Uh, give me my answer to my pseudo question of the week, uh, even though it's not officially a question of the week. And as always, don't forget your weekly bombs. Dub bomb for something good, a bomb for something bad in the world of gaming or just life in general. Until next time, Q, where can everybody find you? you your, your mic didn't start picking up there. Want to give it again? Hanging out on Twitter at Quitland. There you go. Jason. On Twitter at Winter Informal, streaming at twitch.tv slash Jason Winter. I'm Mike Byrne. You can follow me personally there at MagicMan1, but more importantly, follow at MMO Bomb so we can tweet at you all of our news, first look videos, uh, always online podcasts, giveaways, and so much more. Stay safe. We'll see you on the servers. Bye.